beautiful people. It's been another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I hope it has been for you as well. I hope you made some sunshine today. I really do. You are light, and I hope you made some great sunshine out there in the hood. Well, I'm going to jump right into, I think this is part five of uh, marriage therapy, seven things you need to know before you get married. I want to say those seven things. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, please do so. Um, I thought that this had some pretty good information. It's different. Um, over half of all marriages in a divorce. And those that um, don't get divorced, many of them are still loveless. And they're filled with dysfunction and problems. And I am just sharing what I feel that the Holy Spirit is leading me to share that might help people before they say I do. Because just like you need a business plan before you start a business, you need a marriage plan before you start a marriage. And these are some things you need to know. But here are the seven things that you really need to be on the same page about. Spirituality and character. I talked a lot about that in every episode of going to talk about them last because usually I never get to the last thing I need to talk about but they are intertwined and they are you got to have that if you're not on the same page there it just will not work period this is not a negative profession this is just reality and this is why people uh, marriages are dissolving all day every day it doesn't have to happen you know people say marriage is hard yeah it may it doesn't have to be that hard I'm telling you, when you get that right, that's number one. Number two is communication. Again, everything goes back to number one. Children, money, education. I ended, I think, the last one that I did, I talked about how you really have to consider are you going to be compatible when it comes to education. And there is a difference between education and schooling. I'm going to talk a bit about that a little bit later. I'm going to circle back. Work ethic is where I should start and sex. Those are the seven things that you need to talk about and you need to have a plan for get a clear understanding of before you get married. I will say them one more time. Spirituality and character, communication. Can a person talk? Can a person listen? If they can't, you're not a good candidate for marriage at this time. This is something you can work on, you can improve upon, you can change um, children, money, education, work ethic, and education. So I believe in part four, I stopped at education and I talked about, you know, we talked about money, money is a necessity and education is tied into that or schooling is tied into that because, you know, I want to clarify, schooling is simply going to school, going to high school, going to college, postgraduate school, all those things. Education is simply knowledge. <clears throat> there are people who may not have a lot of schooling. I've met people like this. But they are highly intellectual and they know a lot more than people that have the so-called formal schooling. So there's education, which is simply knowledge, and then there's schooling. <clears throat> but you got to figure out if you're compatible because education does affect how you navigate and experience things in the world. The more you know, it, what you know determines your experiences. So if you get an education or you have schooling, you're going to know more probably, and that will affect what you want to do and how you do it versus a person who is very limited and they have not ever gotten education, which simply means knowledge on different ways to do things or better ways to do things. 
And that can often clash in relationships. And I have seen that because if you're, let me give you some real examples. Like, you know, if you're educated and you might not have been able to travel to Tanzania or Tanzania, (laughs) you might, because you read about it and you studied it and, you know, you want to go there. And then you got a person that doesn't want to even leave the house. They never have any dreams and goals of traveling and seeing the world that God made. And believe it or not, that's really connected to education because it's about what you're being exposed to, what you're reading. It could be education and schooling. You know, um, when the pandemic hit, people responded to it in different ways. And I will never forget that there was a documentary that I saw And one of the signs that the man had was, it's an IQ test, you know, and people responded to things differently about whether or not they should get the vaccine or not get the vaccine or how they should respond. All of it has to do with your knowledge base, your education and schooling. And so this can just create a conflict. Same thing, you know, it ties back in again to money. If you're educated about stocks and bonds or CDs, certificates of deposits, or better ways to have the money because you have taken the time to seek that knowledge and to read, and a person has not, they're limited in what they can do simply because they don't know. They may be a great person, but they don't know these different options because they have not sat down. You know, you read, they don't read. You keep abreast on the things that are going on in the world which can be empowering to you because you can know, you know, you got to respond and look at different options. And they never pick up a book or they never read an article or anything. It's going to create a clash. And believe it or not, education is one of the reasons why some people just cannot have a closeness because they don't, they don't have a, they can't talk about anything. There's no point of reference, you know. And, and I think that watching sports is wonderful I, I you know but if that's all you watch and you never watch anything that is informative or empowering or enlightening it's just going to limit if you're not on the same page with that and I'm not saying you have to do the same things all the time because there's a time and there's a place for everything but if you never come together on some things because again every decision you make is based on your knowledge base and based on your experience Knowledge is critical for making better decisions. The more you know, the more options you realize you have, if you know that something is available out there, that you can make better decisions versus when you don't have that. And then also, you know, education, you know, some people have been taught how to critically think through education. You know, the scientific method is something that people use all their lives, whether they know it or not. Some people are just not used thinking critically. They're not using, intellect is not everything, but it's important. And so some people are just not even thinking. They're not using their, their, their cerebrum, whatever part of the brain that's used to help develop ideas and sort through them. And it's just gonna be a conflict because people just respond to things without having thought them through. And then the next thing you know, you're in trouble. It goes back to what I was saying about I know people personally, like they would get paid and they wouldn't, you know, sit down and say, okay, you know, these are the bills that we have to pay. Um, They would just kind of take their money to spend it, you know, and then, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. 
or that other spouse would then be responsible for picking up the pieces. They might throw the spouse a couple hundred dollars or whatever, but that's not going to do it because there have been, because, you know, because there has not been, been any planning there. And that is what I'm talking about when I say education. You have people that live by different values. And when you are educated, knowledgeable, you may not even have a degree. Again, that's different, that's schooling. But you're knowledgeable enough to go, hey, we've got bills to pay, we've got to save because if this roof goes down, or this needs to be replaced, we have the money. That's a part of education, being able to sort through and critically think and problem solve is it's just critical. It's paramount to a good, healthy relationship. And I'm going to tell you something. Some people don't have it. Some people, the only thing they want to do, again, they're hedonistic. And their whole purpose of living is to satisfy the flesh. They don't have a purpose. They don't have any goals. They're not trying to create anything. They're just here. And maybe in some ways that's a good thing because they don't have the burden of trying to worry about how to do all this stuff. But on the other hand, if you are, it's going to be a conflict. You see, what the whole point of this series is for you to think about these things before you get married. Are you compatible with this person? Are you equally yoked? Can you have a conversation? That's another thing. Communication is everything. You know, it go. I put it second because... I do believe that how you talk and how you listen is connected to spirituality and character. But again, if a person cannot talk and they don't know how to say anything, and education is tied into how people talk, what word choices they know they can use. This is the beautiful thing about education versus schooling. Schooling costs, but education, you can almost get free. I mean, you can go to the public library. You can learn how to do things. You can learn how to speak better, listen better, build something, do something you've never done before. That's education. And you want a person in your life who is a lifelong learner, who strives to learn. You know, I said that life is not a game, but it's a school. Some people believe that life is a playground. They, you know, I believe, I, I remember I never get a student. She, she really believed life is a game, but she broke it down. Well, no, for me, life is a school. And what we should be doing is trying to learn all we can, and that's how we grow. And some people, they're not even interested. Wouldn't it be nice if you and your spouse could be able to share this, grow together and learn together how much more intimate and powerful that relationship would be but education ties into the fact that this person really want to learn. Do they think they need to learn? And that's why you want to make sure you're compatible because if learning and growing is important to you and you get a spouse and they're just not interested in learning and growing with you, it's going to be a conflict. Now, it may not be a conflict if they would just let you learn and grow and leave you alone. Usually that's not the case because if they don't value it and it was so unfortunate, and this is another issue where, you know, again, the spiritual part, people in relationships for different reasons. You got some men, they want to dominate and control. You might not even be read a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they might not, you know, I'm just, and then people like this, for real. I mean, y'all think I'm playing. I know people personally like this, and that's why I'm doing this show, because you got people, they don't want you to pick up a They want everything you do to revolve around whatever it is they want. And they actually believe that that's what you were made for. They don't believe that you were made to be a creative person, a thinker, 
and you have, you know, to be able to fulfill certain goals and dreams. And at the same time, you could be their wife and their and the mother of the children. They don't believe that. So that's a problem. You got to get that straightened out first because the whole goal is this. I believe that marriages don't have to be hard, that hard. I believe that people can be happy. I believe that whatever problems people have, it can be worked out. These things are critical. They're all tied together. But the number one thing, again, I'm going to go back to the spirituality and the character. We talked about work ethic, and I brought in the education because really your schooling and education affects whether or not, first of all, you can get a job or the kind of job you can get. You know, every job has qualifications. And there are certain skills and there are certain characteristics that you need to be able to have in order to work these jobs. And then you gotta find, you gotta realize there are people they want a job but they don't really want to work. You know, I've been working since I was 14 years old, and I can tell you there are people that go to work and they're not trying to work on a level of excellence. They're just trying to get through so they can get their money. And then you know this affects relationships because that means that when it's time for someone to lay off people they're going to be laid off you know that means that they can't grow and what's ironic is some people attach their self-worth worth to their work so then you know if they get fired you know they're crushed you know they have to have a strong sense of work ethic and this is not only work ethic for when you check in and somebody else's but working for yourself you know being able to make sure that you have a good sense of you know I'm going to create something for myself because again a job is not promised to us and if something happens or certain things shift are you able to transition and you have to have that and that all ties into all these different things the spirituality part the education part knowing what choices you have but you want to get with a person at work and believes in work because you need money. The bottom line is life is not like one of these fairy tales that we read when we're children or someone reads to us. Everything costs. You have to pay for your rent, your car note, your car insurance, your life, water, all this stuff costs. Food, everything costs. And if a person is not willing to work and they're able-bodied to work, what's going to happen is it is going to be a conflict when you are married to that person and dependent upon that person to help you. No one wants to feel like they're just doing all the work and the other person isn't. A lot of people go through this. There's a lot of people that struggle with this in their marriages. Um, um, and I and I, my heart just grieves because even if a person could, you know, stay at home, like, you know, they're just sitting around doing nothing even, most people can't do that. Very few people can just not work outside of their homes. Um, you know, it, it creates a problem because you have the expectation that idleness creates, has always, idleness creates bad outcomes. Something bad is going to happen when a person is not working and creating. And you got to think about that. How do you know a person's work ethic? Well, it's just like what they use when you go and you apply for a job. They look at your work history. Uh, you know, something you got to look at, you got to think about that before you get married. Somebody that really hasn't worked on a job for a significant amount of time, I would say like three years, and they've been working different jobs, when they get, when you get married to them, they probably don't have to do the same thing. You want to find someone who is stable and they've kind of worked in the same job, the same profession 
for a significant amount of time because that shows that consistency and more than likely when they get married to you, they will keep that going. Another thing is you don't know what people are doing at their job. I've been talking about this documentary um, that's on Hulu, Betrayal of the Perfect Husband. This man um, had some kind of sick sex addiction and he was having sex with all the different women, but what, they were adults. But what got him in trouble is that he had sex with a student at his school. And so when he did that, then this is how all the other details, sordid details of his life came out. And it's, you don't know what people are doing on the job. You don't know if they're harassing someone sexually or otherwise. You don't know if they have good people skills. Again, everything goes back to one and two again. All this stuff, one and two, is going to always filter down everything else. But you got to think about that because some people have personalities where it's very hard for them to go to a job and work with other people as a team or they have a problem with submitting. See, when you're not the boss, I've been the boss where I did the payroll, and I work for somebody else. I have to humble myself because I'm not in control of anything. And to be frank, I don't really want to be, okay? So that's a, in my case, it's good, but a lot of people want to be the boss, but they don't want to do what the boss does. They don't want to work. They don't want to come in early. They don't want to stay late, but they want to be in charge of something because they have the wrong kind of pride. And so they have arrogance instead of pride, and it's not a good kind of pride. And so you got that going on. You could be working with somebody like that. There was a story in the news recently where this, I, it was a team of people. I, I want to say it was a woman. They stole $10 million, almost $10 million from Amazon. A team of people. Now imagine that's your spouse. You think that they're going to work and they're abiding by the rules and they're doing everything they're supposed to do, but no, they're robbing the company. And then now you've got to deal with this because the lady bought, you know, she bought a big house, she bought these cars. You know, all she did was get the money. Going back to money again, she got the money and all she did with it was buy all these, what we call adult toys, all these flashy things. And part that's one of the reasons why she got caught. But she had a group of people, all of, all of them, of course, got fired. And because of that amount, they're now felons. So they are going to go to prison. And they are going to have to pay for that. Now, what if you were married to that person? Work ethic matters. Is this person, again, spiritual having character? Does this person have character when they go to their job? Or just like the case, going back to this documentary again, you got to come home and have the feds. Um, burst down your door or come and arrest your spouse and, and you have a warrant because they've been having sex with a child on their job or they've been um, stealing on the job this is this is critical but again with character character spirituality they're not connected and then you're on the six o'clock news the lady in this documentary lost everything now I say that she lost some of the things because instead of her shifting her focus to trying to reflect on what happened and deal with her pain and move forward so that she could recover and grow. She spent all her time just, you know, delving deeper into the sordid details of what this man did. And I get it. I totally get it. You know why? Because she loved this man. And I know what it's like. You love a person and they don't love you and you love them and you can't even fathom how could they 
love me, but then be doing all of this sick stuff. It happens more than people know. And that's what was scary about the show is it happens more than people know. And you could be married to that person. Every day there's a there's an article somewhere in the news where the feds are coming to somebody's house because of a spouse. If you watch that Jared show about the subway guy, again, stormed in the house because he was he had all this child porn and he was having sex with it. You don't know if your spouse is doing it. Work ethic matters. You gotta make sure you're dealing with a person of character and when they go on their job, they have a high level of integrity and they're doing the right things because if they don't, they are not going to be on that job. And not only could they lose the job, but then you gotta worry about them being arrested and then they're gonna expect you to bail them out because you're the spouse. You gotta ask yourself, do you just wanna be married? Or do you wanna have a healthy and happy marriage? It's possible. It is so possible to have a healthy and happy marriage. Some people have that. And you've got to remember that, but you don't. You want to go in and get this this straight now. You want to find you see. This is one of those things where you really can't do a questionnaire. You can't play twenty-one questions. This is one of those things with work ethic. Work ethic. You kind of have to observe. And I, people are not schizophrenic, so they're not having a high level around you at home. They're not having it on their job either. But you got to think about that because there are people that lose their job and get suspended. Because when they go to work, they act like a fool, but really, technically, they act like that at home, too. And that's going to affect your bank account, your pocketbook, a purse, however you want to call it. And, you know, it, it shouldn't be like that. You know, everybody don't have a parent or somebody can just go get money from when they spouse mess up. Some people are blessed like that. Some others are not. So you got to think about that before you get married. I'm going to run out of time. And the last one, so I'm going to have to do a part six because sex is just going to be all by itself. But I, it has to be on the list because it really does impact marriages. Going back, I'm going to keep going back to this documentary. That's what kind of inspired me to do this. But just to recap, because I'm about to run out of time, everything hinges upon where you and that person is spiritually because your spiritual state determines your character. Without character, people are not going to be striving to be the best that he or she can be. People just aren't going to work on themselves. When you are really connected to God, you are convicted when you're wrong. You're not condemned. You know when you're wrong. You know when you've done something that was hurtful. It might not have been intentional. You might have had a low moment, an emotional moment, but you try to correct that. And you try to correct that with sincerity. You know that your salvation is not based on works, but faith without work is dead. So you strive to do good things because you understand who God is and who you are in his economy, in his kingdom. And you want to do everything you're supposed to do. You're striving it. When a person doesn't is not connected, they're not going to do that. They could care less. They could care less. They want to spend all their time watching porn. And you want to spend all your time trying to discover purpose. It's just not going to work. They want to spend all their time, whether they know it or not, creating obstacles. You're looking for opportunities to grow. And when when two people like that come together, it's just going to be a clash. It's not going to work. 
I, now, I'm a hopeful person. I just did a post, did an uh, episode on the guy that changed his life. I titled that episode from gang, gangster to God. Um, this young man changed his life and he um, gave his life over to Christ and beautiful things happened and it's just beautiful. It's possible for anybody to change. But you need to get some things changed before you get married because you don't want to be a part of the statistics. Again, like right now, you know, the marriage, divorce rate is like 60%. Then you got to think about the people that are married, but they're not really happy. They're really functioning like roommates, you know, with benefits. And they're sharing their, you know, the paying the bills. And then they get some, you know, a little intimacy. But it's really not a true coming as together as one as we are supposed to. And you have that closeness and you have a bond like no other. That That's not happening. And the reason why it's not, it goes back to spirituality. And the communication is critical because we don't read minds. <laughs> we don't know what people are thinking. And so it's critical that people talk. That's how you build intimacy. It's critical that people listen. Listening, I will say this a thousand times, is one of the greatest acts of humility. When a person is not willing to listen to you and what you have to say, they are not going, they're not connected. It goes back to that. And your relationship can grow because no relationship can work without mutual respect. It's got to come equally from both sides. Everything may not be equal, but respect. You have to have respect. You have to have trust and respect. If it's not there, it's going to be problems. And some of those problems are unrecoverable. And something and you can just avoid a lot of pain and suffering. I bring back up Sherry Shepard again. Didn't know this. Just found this out a couple of days ago that from her first marriage, she lost everything. This lady had worked hard. You know, when people are on these TV shows, it looks glamorous. All these people get up early. They go to bed late. They have a lot of stuff they do. And she lost everything she had worked for because she married a guy. She said she thought it was forever and it was not. And because you had, and then she had children, which is number three. And her son had to suffer as a result of that marriage dissolving because he was connected to that man that he thought was his father. And then you bring children in. Children get, they become casualties of bad bad marriages, bad parenting. And that's why this is so critical that you, you're on the same page. Now, when a person is married and they people are married, they have children and they're thinking about the children, they will behave better if they're thinking about the children. You got people, I just did an episode on self-esteem, that just call their children names and put them down all day, every day for their entire lives, to be honest with you. I'm talking about what I know. And so you got to deal with that and you got to think about what their values are with children. Are they going to do the right thing and put their pride aside? But it goes back to the spirituality. I talked about money. You got to have it. You must have money because we live in a world where nothing is free. You have to pay for everything. Your food, your water, your car, your car. You got to have money. And you have to be on the same page about money. You don't have to put, I don't believe in one pot. I do not believe in that. You cannot have a person who's not responsible with money. They should not be married. I'm going to say that again. If a person is not responsible with money, they're not ready yet. They can get responsible with money, but you got to have it. You got to have a savings. The three things I believe all people should do with money, you must pay your bills. 
that matters because that determines what you'll be able to get in the future, credit, things like that. You gotta be able to save money. You have to you must have a charitable spirit. You must be willing to give and it shall be given unto you. And there's a blessing when you give. There's something there. I talk about education because education affects the money. Um, education and schooling are two different things and the world has changed. We live more in a technology technological age. There are people making money in different ways. You got social media, you got YouTube, you got all kinds of ways. So it's a different world, but you still want somebody you can have a conversation with. And if they are not educated, meaning they're not striving to get knowledge, you're and you are, it's just gonna be a conflict. So what can you talk about if the person doesn't know anything? Just think about that for a second. Person is not doesn't know anything and not trying to find out. We're supposed to be lifelong learners and we're supposed to be trying to learn as much as we can to be better human beings. And last but not least, work ethic, the light is about to come on, is so critical. Every day you have people getting fired. You have the police coming to people's homes because they're involved in things on their job, outside of their job, because instead of working, they're doing some sick and sordid stuff. And just like this documentary that I talked about, um, the one, you know, uh, betrayal of the perfect husband, you find yourself with the police coming to get your, your spouse, your husband. You don't want that. Well, the next episode will be on that one topic we have covered. That's number seven. And that is sex. And this is critical, ladies and gentlemen. I got something to say about this. Well, peace and blessings. Thank you for listening. God bless you.